Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey everybody, good morning. Uh, Welcome to Ho Ho Hopeful, Surviving the Holidays with a Toxic Person. Um, I'm Dr. Heidi. Uh, Some of you that are on here I already know. There are several on here that I do not know, so it is my pleasure to meet you. I am your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist, and I am so thankful that you're here today. I know the holidays gets a little bit um, crazy when you're dealing with people that may not be that healthy for you. Uh, you are in the right place today if you are feeling the stress of the holidays because there is a person or more persons in your life that cause the holidays to be less than happy. Uh, you're also in the right place if you're looking for a way to enjoy the holidays when you already know that there is a toxic relationship in your life, but you want to survive this season of joy in spite of them. Um, you are in the right place if you're tired of your holiday plans being ruined, your children being disappointed, and your merriment fizzling due to high anxiety in a relationship. Or if you just want to understand why you have come to overall dread the holidays and why you might be longing for just a little bit more peace on earth. Here's what you're going to gain um, by hanging out with me today. And I am, again, so glad you're all here. You're going to get an understanding as to why toxic people in your life um, are miserable and more miserable to be around during the holidays. Uh, You're going to get some suggestions and solutions for dealing with the unhealthy person or persons during the holiday season. Um, Some explanations on how the toxic person views the holidays, which will clear up a lot of frustration. And some tips on how to respond to their unpredictable and what seems to be very erratic behavior during the holidays. Uh, Again, if you stay with me through the whole webinar, we've got two, actually I have three, um, kind of exciting things that you'll be able to access at the end. One of them is a chapter that I wrote in a compilation book called Hear Her Now. It was a book uh, written by women who are reflecting uh, their past and coming into their power. So it's a a series of chapters that everyone kind of told their own story. Uh, The other thing that you're going to uh, have an offer for by the end of the webinar is the Freedom Me online coaching program. And I will actually go into that in detail as that is a huge, huge announcement that we wanted to make today. So um, that being said, Um, Again, people are still showing up, so I'm thankful for that. Keep letting us know where you're from, and um, surprise, it's me. Um, You get to see my face. I'm not going to read slides the entire time because that would be boring, and you would be watching a Netflix series behind the computer instead. Anyway, I'm Dr. Heidi, for those of you who don't know me, and this is pretty much what we're talking about today. Holidays bring out the best in family dysfunction. If that isn't the truth, I don't know what is. Um, A little bit about me. I was raised on a dairy farm in Montana, a very small community. I am the middle of three sisters, 
And I do have a notebook in front of me because I can't memorize everything. So yes, I'm looking down. Um, my parents just celebrated their 52nd wedding anniversary. So that is a huge accomplishment. I have been in healthcare for over 22 years and sorry, I keep adjusting that. Is that better? Okay. Um, I'm a chiropractor by trade. I am also an acupuncturist. I do a lot with nutrition. I have owned a wellness center um, for 10 years and co-owner of a chiropractic office for 12 years before that. I am married and um, between the two of us, we also have three daughters. I'm very service-oriented personality. Thus, I am in healthcare. I want to make people happy. I want to help people and which in my life has set me up to be very vulnerable, probably just like a lot of you, um, to be a target for toxic people. Now, um, my life has brought me through more than one relationship that was not that healthy for me. And um, during the relationship, one in particular, I lost myself, I lost my happiness, I lost my purpose in life, I lost my love for life. And um, it is through those relationships that this whole thing over the last few years has developed. I found myself, I'm getting tears, I apologize. Um, I found myself on a treadmill, continually trying to gain approval, um, gain recognition, be enough, um, be the, the person that these people expected me to be, but continually falling short and continually getting lower, lower self-esteem, lower, lower self-worth, and lower, lower self-confidence. So, um, it wasn't until I actually started telling my story and embraced my past that I became almost sillyly obsessed with figuring out exactly what my situation had been and understanding it. And when I started understanding it, it was like a whole different Heidi came out. And um, now I am able to guide others through the same thing that I went through. And I don't claim to be any uh, guru or any, anything that is anything different than any of you. I am exactly like you. I am just a little bit farther along. So that's why I have dedicated um, what I'm doing now to helping those of you who are in situations just like me. Um, little did I know that the years and years that I was in, that I was in what I thought was struggling, I was clearly in training for doing what I'm doing now. So that being said, um, let me switch here. Click. I am not the biggest technological guru, so if you feel me fumbling or screaming for Angela, it's because I've flubbed up something. Um, what makes me a specialist? Um, my degree in specialist comes from years of frontline training in toxic environments, more than one, let me tell you. Um, that has led me to understand the tactics and oftentimes predict the behavior of toxic personalities in the lives of others, in the lives of my clients, in the lives of people that I do consultations with, in the lives of people that are listening to my podcast. But I am able to predict what is coming next because I have seen it so often and I'm able to recognize it. Um, nothing is as difficult to go through if you know it's coming. And nothing is nearly as fearful if you have somebody to help you along the way who knows and understands your situation. So fast forward to today. Today and moving into 2019, I have developed a global following of which right now some of you are not 
anywhere close to my location. So I love that. Um, I have a success, successful and thriving podcast that is worldwide. If you were unaware that I have a podcast, it is on all of the major platforms. Um, Google, Apple, iTunes, you can search. It's called It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Um, I do a lot of community outreach through workshops and speaking events here locally and am willing to travel within reason to do those. My staff and I um, did the creation of the National It's Not Normal, It's Toxic conference, which the next one is being held in St. Louis the first weekend in April. So you can um, get some more information from that on the website if you are interested. And a growing group of men and women with similar backgrounds and experiences. My entire life changed the day I made the decision to turn my past into my passion. Um, this is hard stuff. I am not going to be the one to sit here and say, oh, you sh it's easy. Just do it. Just, just cut them off. Just don't talk to them. Just accept the fact that they are who they are. And, you know, this is hard stuff. In fact, it was the three hardest things I have ever done in my life was remove myself from a toxic environment or toxic situation um, that I soon found was not healthy for me. But I want to also tell you that if I can do it, so can you. I know that there's some people on here that are feeling utterly hopeless and I'm here to tell you it is not hopeless. I understand it when you say things like, I feel stuck and I feel hopeless. Am I really crazy? I feel like I'm walking on eggshells every day. My life is in absolute chaos. I can't plan anything. Nothing I do is ever good enough. Believe me, I totally absolutely 100% understand when you say that. So also keep in mind, toxic relationships are very overwhelming. Overwhelming and exhausting. So if you're feeling exhausted, that is completely normal if you've been living or dealing with a situation that is not healthy for you. Um, the other thing keep in mind is not everybody is going to understand your situation. You all have people in your life, friends or family members, that when you say something, they seem to not understand what you're talking about. Oh, well, if it's that bad, then why are you still there? Or if they're that way, then why are you still talking to them? So you have to understand that there's going to be people that don't understand, which is why I emphasize surrounding yourself with people that do understand. Um, keep in mind also there is a significant amount of unknowns to deal with when you are trying to remove yourself from a toxic relationship. Un the unknowns and the what ifs are what keeps us stepping back into it because um, we're not sure where the future lies. Uh, you do not have to plan out every step ahead of time. Absolutely no, it is, it is baby steps. You don't have to have an entire exit strategy or an entire plan to make a move of removing somebody or changing the dynamic of a certain relationship. Education is a must and it is your first step because knowledge is power. As I understood the situation I was in, it made so much sense to me how everything played out and how everything happened. Um, you did not get here overnight. If you were raised in a toxic environment, if you've been married into a toxic environment, if you've been working in a toxic environment, if you're from say a small town and your friend group has been your same friend group, you didn't get feeling this way overnight, so don't expect it to change overnight. Nothing is going to leave your life until you've learned what it came to teach you. And, and that, through education, 
is how you get to know uh, what different things entered your life for what reason. Now you get to see me again for a little bit. Um, as the holidays get closer, which is why we're all here, I can feel the anxiety in, in my clients as I talk to them on the phone. I can see it in their faces when I meet with them. I can feel it. Um, I'm a big hugger. I can feel it, the anxiety when clients hug me now. It's kind of the, oh, yeah, I hope I make it to January 1st. Um, why is that? Why do toxic people seem to make the holidays way more stressful than they need to be? Understanding this strange, unpredictable behavior becomes easier if you understand how the toxic person thinks and how the toxic person works. Um, let's talk about our vision for Christmas. Um, for instance, when I was younger, my vision for Christmas was completely different from my vision that I had at Christmas when I was involved in a relationship that wasn't healthy for me. Um, but if you ask people, give me a word that describes Christmas or give me a word that describes the holidays. Uh, words that we get are calm, peace, family, cozy, fireplace, laughter, love, the smell of pine, holiday music, happiness, lights twinkling, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know the holiday buzzwords. Most would agree that the holidays, and especially for me when I was growing up, the holidays were not a day. They were not a season. The holidays to me were a feeling. My mom would get the same decorations out, put them in the same exact place. You know, the little felt thing with the carolers on it that we rolled up and hung on the thermostat. Well, that was a big deal. We fought over who got to hang up the felt thing on the thermostat every year because once all the decorations were up, it was like, oh, okay, now, now we do this for a month. Um, it wasn't like, okay, let's hurry up and do Christmas day. And then we're on to the next thing. It was a whole entire feeling that you got that changed the whole atmosphere of the house. Um, so what changes this perfect little feeling when you have controlling, emotionally abusive, narcissistic personality people, um, just toxic, overpowering, controlling, self-centered people in your life? Why does it make the feeling that we like of the holidays go away? Well, the first thing is, is they don't really feel the same way we do. So a toxic person's experience of the holidays is completely different than ours. And try as we might to inject that feeling into the holidays through traditions and gift giving and planning and gathering and you know doing all of the Christmas stuff. In my experience, as well as I'm guessing most of yours, actually getting the holiday feeling back in when there's a toxic person involved is almost impossible. Um, rather what happens is you get more of a feeling of anxiety, fear, disappointment, dread, um, unpredictability, sadness, um, walking on eggshells, loneliness. How many of you, and I'll raise my hand in this one, um, when the holidays are supposed to be this great time of joy, how many has had the thought in your head like, I can't believe how lonely I am and it's the holiday season, right? Um, despair because there goes another year there goes another year that I thought the holidays was gonna be great and nope they did it again they ruined the entire thing or despair because the holiday feeling that you wanted your kids or your grandkids to have you were you were unable to replicate it or you were unable to achieve it so despair knowing that once again what you were hoping for just didn't happen um, also despair because when you look around everyone else is having great holidays 
and you're the one wondering why you're lonely and why you're on the verge of tears and why your stomach has been in knots since December 2nd. Um, as, as the years go by with toxic people or in toxic environments, you find yourself getting used to the fact that the holidays really aren't that merry. You know, um, you get used to the thought of, oh crap, here comes Christmas. And you start dreading the holiday season because with the holiday season comes all this other stuff. Why, my point towards the end of my unhealthy relationships were, why am I getting all excited just to be disappointed? I get myself all worked up thinking it's going to be the best Christmas ever, and it always ends up being the worst Christmas ever. Um, holidays, the holiday wishful thinking, all of the feelings, and all of the activities, what I, had, what I have found is they get replaced with drama, chaos, I'm a big lister today. I'm making a lot of lists. Um, neediness, discarding, picking fights, normalizing the special days, making them no big deal, terrible gifts, no gifts, canceled plans, no plans, no family, disappearing acts, silent treatment, and the criticisms are through the roof. That's what you get when you plan the best holiday season ever. So why do the holidays seem to be so difficult when toxic people are involved? Because in my opinion, there was no Mary in Christmas. I couldn't really find much happiness in holidays. Um, not a lot of joy to the world and there was definitely no peace on earth. Um, my kids were huge and regardless of what else was going on, I always tried to make the holidays great for my kids. Um, at the same time, I knew it was not the holidays that I wanted for them. Um, it was not the holidays that I grew up with, but I always tried to make the best. Looking at it now, as I understand how a toxic person works and why they do the things they do and their goals and their intentions of their manipulative tactics, toxic people being Grinches around the holidays to me makes completely perfect sense. But to you who yet are questioning your situations, it may not make that much sense to you. As it turns out, the holidays really are not your fault. You've been blamed for ruining their holidays or making the holidays miserable. It, it actually has nothing to do with you. Um, you're doing just fine in planning the holidays and trying to keep the holiday feeling going. But they're going to ruin your holidays or make you feel like they ruined your holidays no matter how cute your tree is, no matter how great your lights look, no matter how much money you did not spend on others or how much money you did spend on them. Um, the real issue does not lie with the holidays. The real issue lies with themselves. And what happens at the holidays is it takes the attention off of the toxic person. So I'm gonna give you a couple different things here. I'm back on the whole trying to do the computer. So, um, attention is one of the reasons that a toxic person makes the holiday season seem absolutely miserable. The hustle and bustle of this joyous, fun-filled season um, puts, the, puts the toxic person in the back seat. This goes for any holiday, and I want to make sure I mention this, because client after client will say something like, they totally forgot my birthday. Okay? Um, it goes for anniversaries. It goes for any special occasions. It goes for any accomplishments or acknowledgements that you might have coming towards you. Um, it is, if it is not about them, it is not going to be about anyone. 
So I'm going to jump back to that they forgot my birthday. Uh, no, they did not forget your birthday. Your birthday is a day that is dedicated to you and you only. And on your birthday, you get texts and you get cards and you get gifts and you get phone calls from other people. What does that do for the toxic person? Your attention is on the fact that this is my birthday and I'm getting attention today. And that doesn't work very well with the toxic person. So by them pretending, quotes, that they forgot your birthday, your attention goes straight from, yay, it's my birthday, let's celebrate, to I can't believe this person forgot my birthday. So what did they do? They drew the attention off of everything good about your day onto the fact that they forgot your birthday. So for all of you out there who had the, they forgot my birthday, they didn't forget your birthday. They needed the attention from your birthday. Um, if you've heard me speak or you've gone through any of my um, workshops before, you will hear me say uh, a toxic person, a narcissistic personality, an emotional abusive person need four things to survive. They need control, power, attention, and admiration. And you know as well as I do, your life stops for the holiday season. Oh yeah, I need to lose some weight, but we'll do that after the first of the year. I'm gonna start saving money after Christmas. You know, I really need to get back in the gym, but holidays isn't really a good time to do that, so I'll do that after the holidays. Our focus rather during the holidays goes into others and gifts and shopping and families and happiness and company and decorating and cooking and baking and you know anything else. Um, when the focus and attention is not on the toxic people in our lives, they see no reason to celebrate. If you are not making them the center of attention all the time, they're going to get it anyway and it's probably by being ornery. Uh, for instance, if they play the victim or they act miserable at one of your gatherings, what does that automatically do? Your attention is on them because you're worried that they're mad. Everybody else's attention is on them to try and keep them happy and ask them what's wrong and putts over them until um, they have drawn all the attention out of the room. You're gonna be jumping through hoops to keep their mood up and their temper down. All the while, you're pretending you're enjoying yourself with a ginormous knot in the pit of your stomach. If it can't be all about them in a good way, it is going to be all about them in a negative way. So that is the first reason. Why do they try to ruin your joy and happiness during the holidays? Point blank, toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. Ruining another person's joy and happiness is like winning a trophy for them. And I know if you're on the webinar, you can't even comprehend this, but this is what this is the way they operate. Um, it is like winning a prize if they know they can steal your joy. So when you are excited about holiday plans and holiday gifts, and you are anticipating seeing friends you haven't seen in a while, um, they take absolute pride in knowing that they have the power to take you from excited to disappointed in seconds. When you're excited about giving a gift, whether you got it for somebody else or you got it for them, they're gonna make sure you know that it was the wrong one, you spent too much, if it was for them, you spent too little. Even if it was the exact gift that they showed you they wanted, they will make sure you know that that was the cheaper version. That wasn't the exact one. Or no, they changed their mind three days ago and they really didn't want it. But all of that is to make sure that you know you didn't quite make the cut 
again. When you're excited about holiday decorations or, you know, the cute Christmas tree or, you know, the outside lights or seeing your family, the toxic person will be sure to tell you that mom's was much better or the decorations are way too cluttery or in the extreme cases, they'll go to the extent of ruining your decorations, knocking the tree over, you know, unplugging the lights because they don't want the electricity bill to be high. Now, the only reason that is, is they're going to steal your joy. They want to steal your joy because toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. Why can't they just let you be happy during the holidays? Toxic people do not do intimacy. They do not do feelings. So expecting them to do so is expecting too much. They do not want the pressure of put on them that they have to be put in intimate situations. They don't understand the point of making others happy or giving to others or helping others out unless it puts them in the spotlight. Why would they want to waste their precious time and their money on people they don't care about and on things people don't need from their perspective? But at the same time, they're going to be very adamant to expect grandiose gifts and compliments from others, but won't, you know, reciprocate the actions. Special occasions with family and family members um, makes others feel important. And the ego of the self-centered toxic person does not know how to let other people feel important and let other people get attention. So they will start a fight, they'll pull an attitude, they'll disappear before they would allow someone else to feel loved or important. So they'll leave you hanging and waiting and wondering what your plans are with, with no explanation or no remorse for messing up your day. Toxic people also feel out of place um, when the focus is on the needs and wants of others. In their world, they should be the only ones that the focus is on and the holiday season throws a complete wrench in those plans. So when you are experiencing the holiday season or the Christmas season or whatever you decide to call it with toxic people or in situations that are unhealthy for you, um, as if the rest of the year is not bad enough, um, you are going to have to expect magnified behaviors uh, when you are dealing with a toxic person and a holiday or a special occasion or an anniversary or a birthday. So what magnified behaviors can you expect over the holidays? This is the part that I'm talking about. If you already know it's coming, it's not going to be such a shock and it's not going to be so upsetting this season when it happens. Um, they will cause continual fights with you because when they cause a fight, it draws your attention back to them should you get distracted by all the twinkling lights and all the fun and merriment that's supposed to go along with the Christmas season. If you resist letting it affect you or you resist fighting, they will turn it up and the fights will be more aggressive. So um, they don't want you to be distracted by the holidays because even though the holidays are going on outside of the environment, your focus should still be on them. So this is why, and I'm guessing if I could see a raise of hands, um, it feels like you fight way more over the holidays. Okay, another uh, magnified behavior you're gonna see over the holidays is um, they will be very controlling of the finances over the holidays. And um, 
most of them are very controlling of the finances all the time. Um, this is more in, you know, an intimate type uh, spousal relationship where the money is blended. But they want to know how you spent it, why you spent it, who you spent it on. Um, and if you think it's, it's bad during a normal day, try to talk about money during the holiday season. Um, I just had a thought come in my head. I want to write it down so I don't forget to do it later. Uh, the toxic person will continually change plans with no warning and without discussing it with you. They will continually change their plans so you are never really sure of how or what you are doing. Being unpredictable keeps them in control. Maybe they don't come home in time, even though you told them you had to be somewhere by 6 o'clock. Or maybe they don't come home at all. And then you're stuck sitting there going, okay, but should I go? Because if I go... I'll be in trouble for not waiting. And if I don't go, they'll say, well, why didn't you go without me? Um, so by, by not showing up or being late, they're in complete control of what you're doing for that entire day because you're continually in question of what exactly they're expecting you to do. It keeps them in control because um, they, they just like knowing that they can affect how you're living and how you're thinking. Um, this causes you to be late and a lot of times miss events of the holiday season, which ties them right back to them stealing your joy. Because as soon as they're late, you don't think about the holiday gathering and all the fun stuff you're supposed to be doing. Ta-da, your focus is back on them. Where are they? I can't believe they're doing this. How can somebody who says they that they love me treat me like this? Okay. Um, the next thing that you will see magnified over the holidays is they will make excuses to opt out of giving. Okay. This is also usually in a very close relationship, but um, they, they do this, uh, you know, your family does a gift exchange or we're supposed to do stocking stuffers at work or, you know, we're supposed to, at um, the church give to the needy or whatever. They will opt out of doing that. And, um, part of the reason they'll do that is it makes others feel unworthy, but it will transfer the excuse making onto you. So then you find yourself as the one that has to explain why we're not doing the gift exchange or why we're not coming over or why we're not donating um, because they would never want that bad reflection on them. So you have to make excuses and take that bad reflection on you, which makes everybody else think you're the bah humbug of the holidays and it also steals your joy. Um, another magnified behavior that you're going to see over the holidays is they will be angry if they don't receive a gift they wanted and they will actually sometimes act very immaturely. Um, they'll be angry about what they don't receive and they are in addition going to be angry about what they do receive because it's not going to be exactly what they want. And why they do this is it keeps everybody in their life on this little treadmill of getting the gift approval. Okay, well... In my experience, gift approval is a fairy tale because it would not, it would never matter, even if it was the exact thing that that they showed me, it was still the wrong thing, or it was a cheap version. Or, um, but what it does is is being so adamant about what gift they want um, makes everybody scrounge around to to meet the approval of the gift. Um, they will enact the silent treatment. How many of you have had to deal with the silent treatment over the holidays? Now, if you had a mindset like me, as of now, any toxic person giving me the silent treatment, have at it because it's better to be silent than to hear your voice. However, when I was in the middle of it, that was not the case. 
um, when they have no other reasons not to go to the party, not to give the gifts, and not to participate in the holiday functions that they're supposed to, especially if you're still feeling joy, they will enact the silent treatment. The dreaded silent treatment. Because once they have dished out the silent treatment, what has happened? Your entire attention is 100% totally fixated on them because they are ignoring you, at least internally. Um, we would do at this point just about anything to break the silent treatment. Uh, silent treatment on a normal day, you can handle the silent treatment for a few days in a normal in a normal day. But when at the hall you throw the holidays in with the silent treatment, you know you're supposed to be here and you're supposed to do this and you've got plans and you're supposed to do all this stuff and now they won't talk to you. So you are now going to bend over backwards to accommodate so that the length of the silence will lessen. So what, what do you end up doing? Catering to them more so the silent treatment will end, right? Um, the silent treatment, man, that's the tough one. Um, the next thing they will do is they will disappear. I don't know how many have had this. I have had this in my past. I have clients that, would, that have also um, had this type of, something popping up on my thing, thing happened to them. Um, the last attempt by many toxic people, if they have been unsuccessful in stealing your joy, they will disappear and they will disappear for sometimes days. Um, if you don't understand this, um, I'm glad that you don't understand this. If you understand right now exactly what I'm talking about, I'm sorry you've had to go through this. Um, the reason they disappear, it works two different ways. Holidays are going great. You're having some fun, you're laughing, you're wrapping presents, you are actually pretending you're excited and they're not affecting you and guess what? Poof, they're gone. What happens the minute you can't find them or they quit texting you back? All you can think about is where they are, who they're with, what are they doing, why don't they want to be with me on the holidays? It's the holidays. And how can somebody that's this close to me and supposed to love me or supposed to care about me, how can somebody treat me like this on the holidays? Right? So now they are not even around us and our attention is 100% totally on them. Tell me how that happens. If somebody told us to try and do that, we wouldn't even know how to make that happen. But the toxic personality um, is very, very effective in doing that. If they can't be your so source of joy, they are going to be your source of pain. Either way, they get the attention. The disappearing act also works to their advantage because when they miraculously reappear, ta-da, you, the kids, anybody around is so relieved that they're back that there's no consequences for their actions. They don't have to explain why they disappeared in the first place because, oh, thank goodness, now we can get back to the holidays and you know maybe the pit in my stomach can go away just a little bit. So because of their need for attention, they will often discard those closest to them during this time of year because those closest to them attention is in other places. If we are not giving the them the attention they need, they are gonna find it somewhere else. Now, um, this is a rule that I make sure every one of my clients knows especially if they have a toxic person that is addicted or uh, really driven by attention and admiration, new attention will always win out 
over old attention. Okay. Um, now, when they do this over the holidays, it's really tricky because they are getting new attention from a new source, whatever that is, whether it's a new friend circle, whether they've picked up a new hobby, um, you know, who knows what they're doing. But when they disappear, they are clearly getting attention from a new source, whatever it is. So they get the new attention. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, for lack of a better term, they are getting all the attention from you also because who are they with? What are they doing? Why aren't they here? You know, how, how does this happen? So they're getting all the attention from a new source and they are getting all the attention from the old source, okay? Um, being the newer, the old source, re just remember, new attention wins out over old attention. It doesn't necessarily mean new attention is better. I just like to throw that in for self-worth uh, purposes. Um, so the disappearing act works great for them because they get double points. They get new attention and they get old attention. The last um, behavior I want to talk about will not surprise many of you. Um, it is, there are two kinds of gifts from a toxic person. The worst gift and the best gift. Um, the toxic person has this strange warped sense of gift giving because it has nothing to do with the person that they're giving the gift to. It has 100% to do with control, power, attention, and admiration. They'll, they'll say that they didn't have enough money or they didn't have enough time if you just received the worst gift that you could ever get. Um, they will buy you a gift that they know you won't like. And what that does is it makes you feel unloved and makes you feel very unimportant. Um, and they do that because toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. They will buy you the identical gift that they bought you before which also makes you feel very discarded because am I only this important that you can't even remember you got me the same thing last year? Or they will give you no gift at all. And when they give you no gift at all, that is 100% to make you feel bad and steal your joy because that immediately puts your attention back on them. I can't believe they didn't even take the time to give me a gift. You know, and this is, again, in all sorts of different environments. On the flip side, you'll have the ones that maybe give the worst gift one year, and then, ta-da, the next year, you get what appears to be the best gift on the planet. And what that is for is the admiration. You know, um, something huge, something very spendy, the over-the-top show-off gift. And what if you all of a sudden get the best gift, like a new car or something that is an upgrade on a diamond ring or a large amount of cash. That is completely 100% attached to them wanting admiration. They want to appear as the best wife or the best husband or the best parent or the best friend. The other thing that the best gift does, and it doesn't have to be a car, that was just an example, um, it makes you feel bad for not spending the same amount or putting as much thought into the gift that you give them. Um, one of the other things that will cause a toxic person to give a huge, over-the-top, ginormous gift is we know they don't take responsibility and they don't apologize, but if they have had some bad behavior, they may go do an over-the-top gift to see if they can redeem themselves. Now, um, aside from the fact that it makes us feel unloved, any gift that they give us 
if it's the worst gift or the best gift, you're going to look at it and go, okay, that was kind of mean or that was a little over the top. And then what they can do is they can say, oh, see, it wasn't good enough. Nothing I do is ever good enough. You're, no, you're so ungrateful. And then you're, it's your fault for ruining their holiday gift. Um, let's see. I got to see what I am. So if the stress of the holidays is not bad enough, now we have to stay one step ahead of the toxic person, trying to seek out what tactics they're using, the manipulative things that are going to happen, um, trying to walk on eggshells or thin ice the whole time you're at an event with them. Holidays are about those who are closest to us. So I'm guessing if you're here, the toxic people in your life are either a parent, a child, a sibling, spouse, a friend, a coworker, or possibly an in-law. So how is it that you survive the holidays with the toxic person? Um, because they are part of our lives, we can't always just ax them out. So the first thing I'm going to tell you, again, it is easier said than done. It is not just, oh, too bad, we're not spending the holidays together. It's not that easy. So how do you leave a toxic person to do what they do during the holidays? You need to remember who they are. And this goes for every day of the year with a toxic person. They are going to be who they are. So expecting them to be different or act different during the holidays is expecting too much. You will be the one that is disappointed if you think the ho this holiday season is going to be different. Um, however, to your advantage, they don't change the playbook. They use the same playbook all the time. So when you start seeing the cycle, you won't be surprised when they act the way they act. So just know that it's going to happen. Remember who they are, okay? The next is resist the temptation to fight back, to disapprove of their behavior, to make demands, or to throw a fit. And again, this is to survive the holiday season. This will always cause more drama if you fight back. And then at the end of the day, it's going to be your fault for fighting and ruining the holidays or um, making demands. You always have me do so much stuff during the holidays when maybe you asked them to do one thing. So just re resist the temptation to fight back. Um, it gives them the exact reaction you were seeking, what that they are seeking if you fight back. Don't take them personally. They are going to make jabs. They are going to criticize. They are going to make mean comments about you and the people you love every present, every decoration, everything you planned. So don't take it personally because remember, they are seeking a reaction. Don't give them a reaction. That is your power. Toxic people are uncomfortable and insecure. So insulting you and the people that you love is the only way that they know how to ruin your day, uh, to make you do what they want, to keep your attention on them and to steal your joy. So I know that they can say very, very hurtful things, and when you don't respond, they will be more hurtful. But to survive the holidays, just know the reason they're doing it is to steal your joy. It doesn't necessarily mean any of the criticisms are true. Expect them to steal the show. Control, power, attention, and admiration. They will want outsiders to see them as the happiest holiday person ever. So. People from the outside looking in are going to think they're Kris Kringle himself, right? But from the inside looking out, we're at home living with the abominable snowman. So they are either going to be 
very admirable and show off or they're going to be playing the victim and absolutely miserable. So just expect it because that's how, that's how it is during the holidays. Don't treat them the way they treat you. This will backfire on you every time. And, and the fighting fire with fire is the hardest thing to hold back on, but they immediately will play the victim so that everyone else can see how badly you treat them and they will never admit to doing the same back to you. Uh, have an exit plan or a plan B. Um, inevitably, they will ruin your plans this holiday season. They will interrupt, they will not show up, they will pretend they're sick, they will change their mind at the last time or at the last minute. So have additional plans, especially if you have small kids in the house or you have grandkids. Um, have something lined up. So if you are having a plan to go out of the house and they make the family decision that we're not going, have a game night planned or have a craft night planned or have something ready to go so that the kids don't notice the, the, the switch because all you'll think about is that the kids' holiday is being destroyed. If you have a plan B and make it like, okay, well, we're not going, now we're gonna do this, that's gonna make it go a whole lot simpler. Um, also have indirect words and phrases ready for when they hurl insults or pick fights, especially in public. Stuff like, oh, that's interesting. And um, my clients love this and everyone uses this. I'm sorry you feel that way. If you can say I'm sorry you feel that way when they're trying to get a reaction, you've acknowledged that they feel that way and you don't give anything for them to play off of. You can say I never thought about it like that. You can say let me think about it. I'll let you know in the morning. But always have additional plans and always have deflaming de phrases to use. And the last thing is to vow to enjoy your holiday season despite their issues, despite their manipulations, despite their own insecurities, and despite their self-centered tactics. Their behavior and their actions has nothing to do with you. So you can still enjoy your holiday season if you can see it from a different perspective. Because if you know that all they're doing is to try to get everyone's attention, it is easier for you to, quotes, blow them off. Um, that was not written in my script, by the way. Um, what we accept is going to continue. So if this holiday season is at, at, up to this point looking very similar to past holiday seasons, it's because we've accepted it. Um, we will, whatever we allow to happen is going to continue to happen. So this holiday season, don't let them be in control of your holiday feeling. You cannot and you will not change them. Hoping this holiday season is going to be different is what is going to ruin your holidays. They are consistent. They don't change. Let them be who they are, what they are, and don't let it affect who you are and what you are. Make a, make a goal for this holiday season to not allow them to control it. Enjoy the little things and don't expect the big things. Keep, try to keep your inner peace. And inner peace is accepting people the way they are, not how we think they should be. Make a goal for the next holiday season to have freed yourself from places and situations that are not healthy for you.
Um, your best bet this season is to educate yourself on the tactics of the toxic person and hang on just a second. I think I got lost. Look at how good I was doing and then I got lost. Oh, back up. This is the normal for Dr. Heidi, repeating herself and getting messed up. Um, empower yourself to remove yourself from the toxic situation by next year. Again, I don't know how many people are on here. I don't know how many situations I am relating to, but you are allowed to remove yourself from any situation that you don't feel safe in, or that you do not feel respected in, and that you do not feel cherished in. So look forward to the next holiday season being the best holiday season ever. Um, hoping I haven't bored everyone. There, ta-da, I'm back. So I'm not sure exactly why each and every one of you showed up today, but um, maybe you've been curious about your relationship and if it's healthier, if it's not. Maybe you are dreading the holiday season and you were looking for some answers. Uh, maybe you've heard how others have used my staff and my programs to remove themselves from toxic situations and you were curious if there was something in it for you or perhaps you just wanted to hang out um, today. What I would tell you over top of anything else is education is the key. Knowing the tactics and understanding them is exactly what's going to empower you and is exactly what is going to bring you to the ultimate freedom, which is living your life free from the control of others. So, and I believe that since you've stuck with me this far, I am guessing that a lot of the things that I said today, you might be able to relate to. The people that are toxic in your life are probably pretty close to, and a lot of the examples that I used were probably something that you thought I'd maybe been watching your holiday seasons. Uh, nothing I've shared today is restricted to the holidays. The tactics that they use is the same the year throughout, it just magnifies during the holidays because of the attention. The programs that I use teach the tactics of the toxic person and they teach you how to spot the tactics of the toxic person. I've been blessed to be able to, to lead many people um, to achieve their freedom and that is now actually what my mission is. It doesn't matter if your toxic person is present. It doesn't matter if your toxic person is from your past. The key is to take the steps you need to make forward motion to free yourself from the control of others. And the toxic person may be long gone and you're still dealing with the effects and the self-confidence and the self-worth issues that they instilled in you by making you feel like you were not good enough. It is all about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And that's the part that, that is the hardest for me to portray to somebody because I know the day that I, I decided, actually all the days I decided to get out of the relationships that were not healthy for me, were the scariest days of my life. So um, I'm gonna switch back here really quick. Maybe share a couple more screens, shut this off. So learning the traits of the toxic person, what does it do? It allows you to see your situation from a different perspective. And I'm guessing that me just describing some of the holiday tactics you can see that your situation from a little bit different perspective. Um, you, learning the traits of the toxic person is gonna allow you to spot the red flags and the warning signs so you do not repeat the toxic cycle of abuse. 
And I think that is probably one of the first times today that I've used the word abuse. Yes, narcissistic abuse, emotional abuse, um, all are involved in the psychological warfare that a toxic person uses on you to gain control and power over, over you. Um, Self-discovery after a toxic relationship is absolutely imperative. The part of the healing process is going to be the hardest part. When you are in a relationship that's not healthy for you or you're in a situation that's not healthy for you, you tend to adapt values and um, things that you would not normally, you, you'll, you'll support things you wouldn't normally support, you'll allow things you wouldn't normally allow, and that brings your self-worth, your um, self-esteem, and your self-confidence down because not you're not living your true self. So the self-discovery after a toxic relationship is what actually makes you feel the power of being healed from the toxic cycle. There are people out there who are going to need you, okay? So if you're in a toxic situation, there's a reason you're there. Everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. And now looking back, I would never want to have to go through what I went through again. But looking forward, the people that I have met and the wonderful people that I have been able to be in contact with now doing what I do, if I would never have gone through the situations I have, I would never have met these people. So although I would never want to go through it again, I absolutely am grateful for um, the path that my life has led me through. And yours is going to be the same. So learn to heal and you're going to inspire others through your healing because people need people to look up to. Um, if there's one thing you need to remember, it's this. I have put years of training learning and leading in order to help others just like you remove yourself from toxic situations and having the confidence and the self-worth to stay out. The programs that I use, are liter they literally changed my life and the lives of my clients forever. If you are in a toxic relationship now, I'm hoping that I could sh have shed a little light on um, your situation and gave you a few tips for um, surviving the next couple weeks. Um, and still enjoying them and be able to smile. But if you are in a toxic relationship um, or in a toxic environment, from my standpoint, I see that there is two options. Okay, one, you can continue to do what you are doing. Every day, strive for a better relationship, only to be defeated by 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, you can endlessly hope that things are going to change. Doing the same thing over and over again with nothing different happening. You can continue to lose more and more of yourself, which to me is the absolute saddest part of continuing to do what you're doing. And you can continue to make promises that you'll get out, but never make any progress. Or option two, you can make a commitment to yourself today to learn as much as you can to learn from someone who has been there. Educate yourself to see your situation from the outside and for what it really is because it's not normal, it's toxic. What does it mean when I say commit to yourself? And for a long time, I didn't know what I was in. So what does it mean to make a commitment to yourself? What does that look like? Get into a support group. 
I don't care if it's on Facebook. I don't care if it's a church group. I don't care if it's something in the community. Get into some type of support group where you know there are people that are going through the same thing as you. Um, the only thing I suggest, and if you need help finding one, um, we have some resources um, at Coaching with Dr. Heidi, get into a support group that has forward positive motion. I myself have been in support groups that are more like toxic cesspools. Um, everybody complains about the toxic person. They tell the worst stories that have happened, um, the worst names they have been called, and there's no forward motion in the group. So if you're getting into a support group or you're looking for a support group with forward motion, um, I can help you with that or just double check that, that you feel like there's forward motion and positive, um, positive vibes from uh, the support group you are in. Uh, do as much research as possible. I'm not saying today anything that is not already out there. Um, there's great books, there's resources all over on the internet. So do as much research as possible so you can understand your situation. The other thing, I would, I would absolutely hire or find somebody to guide you. And um, when I say find somebody to guide you, that doesn't mean hire Dr. Heidi. That means um, get, get a counselor if you don't have one. There is great therapists out there. Look for somebody who is trained in emotional or narcissistic abuse recovery because they will be able to help you. Um, if you have a friend who has been through it and is on the opposite side, reach out to them. Tell them what's going on. Chances are you haven't talked about it a lot. So just make sure you get yourself surrounded with people who understand your situation. And there's probably friend groups that you hang out with that don't. I'm not saying don't be friends with them, but have some type of support behind you to keep um, your, to keep your, well, I say sanity, but to, to make sure that, that you know you're not alone. Um, obviously, my coaching with Dr. Heidi is um, what I am now doing. And the first program that I did, in case, you, in case people are interested in working with me, I have different options. I have the private coaching, which is one-on-one. -on -one. It is a very intense program. Um, we go through the 21 characteristics of the toxic person backwards and forwards so that I know when you leave, the only person you have to trust is yourself. You don't have to worry about other people stepping on you because you know the red flags and you're committed to choosing yourself. Um, that, what that program is, it's a six month commitment, okay? The problem with that program is there is limited spaces. I am a chiropractor by trade, I mentioned that already. I still own a full-time wellness center so the one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, because it's limited, there is an application process for that. And you are welcome, more than welcome to apply. That has um, not 24 hour um, contact with me, but you are able to contact me through email and texts um, because a lot of um, issues occur at, in the evenings or at night. And so that is a very, very intense program. That is where my program started. Um, other ways to work with me, and this is the announcement for today. Um, we have um, had so many people asking um, for a way to do my program self-study. Now, when I originally wrote the program, this wasn't even in my eye shot, but um, because through the podcast and through the social media, we've had so many people saying, is your program available for me to study um, you know, secretly or by myself, or can I get my hands on it without having to be on the phone or you know, a lot of communication for whatever reason? Um, if you are in a situation where you know you couldn't communicate with me on the phone, you absolutely understand why people are asking
for this that they can do as a self-study. And my staff and I literally have been working on this for six months. So um, we were super excited to get it out before the holiday season, but it is called Freedom Me Online, and it is my entire awareness and healing program, all now offered in a self-study option. Um, and this is for either people who, um, if, if I don't have any spots open, you can start it right away. Um, it's also for people who need to study my program in secret or in seclusion or at work without um, having to be tracked or followed or traced or um, their emails being stalked. So um, this was something that my staff and I are very proud of. It, it took a long time. What does the Freedom Me um, program include? There are five modules on awareness and there are five modules on healing. So just like um, I'm a toxic relationship, awareness and healing specialist. It is the same program, it is the same exact information as my private coaching. Uh, the 21 characteristics is in there. You have 24 hour access to the program, um, limited contact through me and my staff so that way if there is an emergency or if you have questions concerning the course, we are able to get back to you through email. Um, the same assessments and homeworks, homework assignments are in there for the rebuild of your self-worth post-toxic relationship or in the middle of toxic relationship and a growing community of support and encouragement. And you know what? That is what is absolutely continuing to push me is the people I have met while I have been doing this. So imagine waking up in the morning and not having to complete a long list of duties to feel worthy or to feel loved. Um, imagine having the freedom to spend your time and energy on people that spend their time and energy back on you. Imagine living a life without chaos or drama, waking and sleeping in an environment of peace. Who even knows what the word peace feels like? None of us. We all go to sleep with a knot in our stomach and we all wake up with a knot in our stomach. Imagine releasing the feeling of anxiety and tension when certain people are around. Imagine having hobbies, friends and pastimes that are no longer dictated or ridiculed by others. Imagine not having to ask permission for anyone to live your life. Imagine following your dreams and chasing your goals, laughing a lot. And imagine setting boundaries that are respected. Trust me, I have been there. I know your life, I know your fears, and I know your worries. Here's what um, the Freedom Me program will do and why I've included this. Um, it will give you the knowledge to understand how and why toxic people behave the way they do. It gives you the ability to see your situation from a different perspective than from the inside out. It's going to give you the ability to spot the warning signs of those who are not healthy for you and choose yourself. It will help rebuild your self-confidence and self-worth, probably help you find purpose and mission in life, which you have been giving away to other people. It's gonna give you the ability to move forward without other people controlling you and allow you to leave guilt, obligation, and duty on the table as you step into a new chapter of your life. Um, you deserve to feel the freedom. And um, I went through this a little bit today. Um, my private coaching is a fantastic program. Um, 
I would never have known I could put that together. But by combining my past with my knowledge, I think if you talk to my clients, they would agree that um, somehow this program fell into place. Um, again, the private coaching is six month commitment. The Freedom Me that, that we just launched yesterday um, is going to be nine or five ninety seven. Uh, offering today because you were on the webinar and there's a reason for this discount. Um, I'm offering it for two ninety seven. There is a coupon code on the bottom of that. It's ho ho three hundred. So write that down. Um, but the reason I want to make an make a discount is because I have a hopeful uh, holiday hope support group on Facebook. We started it the week of Thanksgiving. Um, I would like to start a Facebook social media community that I know is going to support and is going to be forward motion. So for the founding people in that support group, I want those people to have been able to go through the program um, and know exactly uh, the thoughts and processes behind forward motion in a support group. So that is the reason I want to discount this today to you who are on there is because I want a good base of solid positive people in that online support group. Um, it is right now called Holiday Hope. At the end of the year, we will change the name of it, but there is quite a few people in there already and there's quite a few people that are already connecting with other people. And so far it has been a blessing for me to watch people from all over the world connect with each other within the support group. Um, and I wanna make it so that the people in the support group can also have gone through my program. So write down the code ho ho hopeful because I think we've got it through December 27. If you have seen the webinar, you are able to get the entire online coaching program for 297. And I forgot yesterday when we went through the uh, webinar, um, this I'm certain is from Angela. If you've called my office or been on the email, my staff is 100% dedicated to my mission and they snuck the ho ho 350 in. So this, $50 bonus is from yours, not yours truly me, yours truly Angela. She is my admin who is responsible for all the typing and all the editing and all the correspondence here at Coaching with Dr. Heidi. Um, she decided that we're doing this for the people who attended the webinar today. So before midnight today, you can get that entire program for $247 with HoHo -Ho 350 um, Don't take my word for it. Again, I am just like you. I am a person who has been through it more than once. So, I mean, I can sit here and tell you about my program, but I 100% believe that this is what I was supposed to be doing. And I called my dad yesterday morning before I did the first webinar. My dad is a chaplain in a prison and he has seen and heard and been through everything that you could imagine and he is the most non-judgmental man I have ever met and I feel like he has inspired me to dare speak my story and so I talked to him a little bit um, yesterday morning on my way in before I did the first webinar and of course his words were fantastic but um, I guess that's where I feel like I have this is such a huge mission for me that um, I just really hope that I can inspire one person to help somebody else. The reason I'm doing this type of work is because somebody did it for me. 
And for those of you who know more of my story, um, the person who actually did this for me is the man that I'm married to now. I met him 11 years ago and he helped me heal from a horrible um, toxic relationship and then walked me through and healed from a second one. Um, I'm gonna switch slides here. Uh, the Hear Her Now book I talked about at the beginning, um, the reason I'm um, rambling on is that I was asked to be in that book and I had a hard time writing that chapter. Um, I did not realize at the time that Angela was collecting testimonials for the website and she had emailed to me, to me to proofread and I started reading the testimonials that my clients had written and um, that's what inspired that chapter. So I wanted to make that chapter um, available for you guys. It's not very long. It's just a little bit about my story. So um, I want to make sure that you get the link for that. Um, once again, here is the pricing. The free to me is normally $5.97. Ho Ho 300 is good until the 27th of December. Um, Angela's little personal discount, Ho Ho 350 is available today. Um, so you can get the entire program for 247. The other thing I want you to do is I want you to jump on and, and ask to be added to Holiday Hope, which will be the online support group. Um, coaching with Dr. Heidi backslash Freedom Me, or you can find it on the website anywhere. Um, with that, um, I have a few question and answers. Um, one thing I want you to leave here with today, today is the last day you're going to regret your situation, okay? Everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. I would not be here today doing what I do, speaking to you, if I wouldn't have had taken every step that I took in my past. So others need strength and others need strength from you. So don't regret what you're going through, just forward motion. Um, a couple of the questions I wanna go over that I know I'm gonna get asked what if I want to get the program, but I am unable to pay with a credit card? If you are unable to pay with a credit card, you know what I'm talking about. I understand that. If, if you are interested in the program and need different payment arrangements, contact Angela at info at coachingwithdrheidi.com and she will make further payment arrangements for you to receive the Freedom Me program. Um, one of the other frequent questions I get is, how am I sure they are toxic? Because sometimes I feel like they are, and other times I feel like they're not. Uh, that is a very good question. I am not going to tell you now or in any of my programs whether somebody is toxic or not. What I do, I am because I am not a counselor and I am not a therapist, I educate you on the characteristics of the toxic person so you are allowed to decide if they're healthy for you or not and on what level. Um, people have already told you. People have already told you that they think they're not healthy or people have already warned you that they didn't think you should marry them or people have already said, why are you still talking to them? It is your decision, 100% your decision. And going off that comes another question I am always asked is, when is the best time to leave a toxic person? And how do I know when it's time? Well, one of my daughters at a retreat um, tagged this phrase, and I know she's going to ask for royalties off of this, but you trust yourself. People have told you all along that something's wrong with this relationship, and if you're still there, there's a reason. Nothing leaves your life until you have learned what it was sent to teach you. So trust yourself because you are going to be ready, and you will know when you're ready. And what my daughter says is, one day you're going to wake up, and it will be half past, quarter till. I don't give a crap. And that is the day that you know you're ready to leave, and I promise you, you won't turn back. Um, 
So thank you all for being here today. I appreciate it. I only got tears two or three times. I hope you couldn't hear that. Um, and I hope everybody has a very, very Merry Christmas. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of us if you have questions. Thanks for coming.